is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For part one with Alessandra and Ani Mesa, we talk about asking questions, identity, and the truth about oneself. So I hope you enjoy this part one with Alessandra and Ani Mesa. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe, and today with me on Zoom is Alessandra and Ani Mesa. Thank you both for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. We have a lot to talk about, uh, most notably Superior, which has been playing internationally and is going to have a national release and so much more. But before we get to all of that, I want to take it back to the beginning of time for the two of you. What were your entertainment dreams growing up? Uh, I think when we were growing up, I, I don't know if we we ever thought that we'd end up in this kind of industry. Um, uh, when we were in high school, we kind of accidentally found theater hmm. and it spiraled into like an obsession with uh, plays and then uh, just getting into characters and then like and then film. Uh, and I think uh, a lot of our journey has been kind of guided through like our love of of, of film and uh, also how, how much learning comes from each process that you're, you're part of and how much that helps you build your identity and how much your identity helps you build your work. It's just it's back and forth. But um, that's that's how it all started for, for me. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think storytelling is something we've always um, been interested in, but it took us a while to figure that out like that we were going to really channel that into like a career. Um, and I think for me, it's always been, I remember like when I, when I first watched a film that like had an impact on me that I was just like, it just movies made me feel less alone in my loneliest times. And, and when I realized the like profundity of that, that's when I really like started wanting to do it. And that's kind of like stayed, um, stayed my, like stayed as my focus, you know? Um, was there a particular film? Um, I remember like one of the first ones I watched was the Royal Tenenbaums, um, yeah. that had like a huge impact on me. Um, not only like, did I love how, like, and I, I tend to love realism and this really isn't that, but, and, I, but the, the, the style of it, um, the, the way that the family interacts with one another, there was just, there's something I really related to deeply on it. It felt, it felt like reality to me, like in some ways, even though it's so distant from reality. And I was very interested in that. Yeah. I, I think I first found that with theater too, that sometimes, uh, absurding something helps you arrive closer to the truth, uh, than when you're trying to just go for truth, uh, so, yeah, I relate to that. Because reality is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Absolutely. it is. Um, okay, so what was this permission to give? Because there's one thing to be a performer, and then there's another thing to create the opportunities and to give yourself the permission to create the entirety of a story. What was that journey? Um, I really, uh, it started off like, uh, when I was in school, I realized like I, I would really like navigate toward like I had an obsession with like the plays themselves or like the the scripts themselves. And slowly I started just like kind of writing poetry on a napkin. I think like living in New York, I felt very inspired seeing all these like you live amongst like so many people and you see all these different 
lives around you. And I think like, I, I just started writing poetry and then it kind of spiraled into like scenes between two people. And um, we had a group of friends that we did theater with uh, in high school that, you know, were becoming filmmakers and um, specifically a friend, uh, Kevin, that we would always like collaborate. Um, and the first script that I co-wrote was with him, um, which like was kind of a natural progression with like the way that we work together. And I think like, then we just started like kind of becoming obsessed with, with making stuff. Um, yeah. And I think like, as an actor, you don't really um, have as much control of like your, your every day. Mm. And it felt like that was kind of like filling the space in a way that we felt like was, was worthwhile, worthwhile. Yeah. And fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I kind of, I have trouble with the word performer. I really feel like some people are that and I really am truly not that. And I think maybe that's why I've gravitated towards independent film uh, in my work, um, but also towards the process of creation. I feel like in some ways it helps you keep your ego out of it. Um, but the, like the concept of like performing and putting on a show has always been very scary to me. I'm, I'm very introverted <laughs> and uh it's so it's never it's that's never the desire I have is like to to perform and put on spectacle. It's it's always like if I can even even in a performance, if I can somehow like hide within a character and like be be able to try on someone else's uh, life, uh, it helps me forget myself. And that's like my my method of surviving. And then you don't always get to choose when you get to be a part of a process like that. And I think uh, in writing, you get to to do that as well. And you have more control of when you can when you can do that and when you can't you can get up and do it without anyone's permission has that always been the case for you with um acting that you were not performing yes um i and i started off doing musical theater you asked about mentors too that that, that we've had and um i actually did i had a mentor when i first started doing musical theater uh I was never a performer, but I was, I was, I started off as a singer. So I would get these like big parts in the musicals and, <laughs> and uh, I, I was uncomfortable with the idea of like performance. And uh, he always, I would come to him with this insecurity and he would tell me like, actually your strength is uh, how organic you are and how natural and you don't, you don't push performance. And that has really, really stuck with me and, and been something I've thought about in a lot of different processes um, that, you know, that, that my organic truth is, is enough. And that if there's work to be done, it's not, not to bring it out. It's not necessarily outward that I have to, I have to build something internally until I can bring it to the size that I wanted to. Uh, and I was just at the beginning of my process. So I didn't know how to do that yet, but uh, he really kept me on that path. And I still am always guided by that piece of advice. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's difficult because you, there's definitely a degree of having to put yourself out there, especially in the conversations off camera of, you know, the, the auditions or the interviews and all of that. Um, yeah. I wonder how have, how, what has that self-talk for both of you, how has that evolved with creating uh, Superior and the other projects? How, ha how have you gotten better at asking? I think the the process starts with getting to know yourself and I think it's a slow long journey. I think some people uh it comes more naturally to them. For me it's been a um a, a long process and I'm still very much in the middle of it. I um 
Yeah, it's it's uh, and some days feel better than others. You know, so some days I, I wake up and I'm I'm more more ready to do that, and and other days it's it's harder um, depending on where I am in in my personal life. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think like also just uh, as far as like collaboration, asking questions is like you know mm-hmm. it's like you you have to yeah constantly be chipping away at like a blob mm-hmm. that you're creating and then like it it takes shape and that that comes it takes shape from asking questions and seeing what will work and mm-hmm. um and yeah i mean i think um because we started off always collaborating with each other or with other people like i've kind of you have to kind of develop the asking questions rather than like demanding or you know or critiquing you have the answer yeah yeah, yeah you I mean, asking questions is so essential in the creative process for me um and it and kind of like it allows it to not feel like um like combative you know when you're mm-hmm. when you're working with others um and also uh i think you know you you don't you're never you can never be sure you know you have you have to like kind of throw it up as like a, maybe this will work uh, because it's all mysterious to everyone, you know? Yeah. I also think like the specifically superior is so much about identity. I, I think we like could not have learned more about ourselves yeah. throughout this process. Even like, you know, the, the characters were written very as like fiction, they're fictional characters, but even when they're um, n- not so autobiographical, you learn so much about yourself, like it and working with family just playing playing out these different roles with each other was so cathartic for us. Um, I've said this a few times, but they're like our characters in the movie are kind of um, we got to play out situations in the reverse um, than we've actually played them out in our real lives. Hmm. Um, and that was an incredible experience for us. And I think a huge, huge learning experience. Uh, and in the aftermath, I think we've been both on uh, journeys of finding ourselves individually um, that has was like sent off from, from the movie. So grateful for it. I, I wonder, is there, I, I don't want to say like a particular piece of advice that you would give, but maybe something specific that you've learned about your identity or how you've gotten closer to knowing who you truly are, particularly through this film. Is there anything that comes to mind? Uh, I think it's, I think it's so it's such an evolving thing too. I don't I don't think you ever really I think you'll you can be in tune with where you are now and maybe that will drive you into your next thing and maybe your next thing will teach you about where you are at that point. I think it's like there's no answer really. <laughs> I think that uh what I've learned is like sometimes the truth about yourself um can can hurt when it's shown to you. Um and you're like, oh that's not me. That's the immediate reaction. Like I'm not like that you know, and then, and then you really have to sit with your, it's painful, like, and, and, but it's worth it. So I guess the, the advice is like, you have to follow that pain and not like sit in the denial of like, it's the only way to figure out who you are is to like, oh yeah, I, I do, I do do that. And like, oh, I, I am like that. And what is that about? And is that something I like in myself or is that something I want to work on? Um, and, and, and it's painful work. It's really painful work, and it. it I'm we're, like she said, like we're living through that now. Um, yeah, and like I think you know we're we're blessed in a way because we've 
grown up together and like it's a we have like a mirror image of each other in a way and also have very little filter as far as like what we're willing to tell each other or like check check each other on um and so we're constantly on that journey but yeah the but the the film itself has like expedited the process (laughs) yeah I feel like I've also learned how kind of amorphous identity is and uh that actually there's like more more choice involved than sometimes we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is true about reality, but it's very true when you are building a character or um, building a fictional world. Uh, so just, you know, just that there is no really set identity and that it's, um, it's always a learning process. Yeah, I lo- I love that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's it's these are the interesting conversations for me, especially when it comes to these shows. We might have answered this question already, but is there a particular project that has taught you a significant amount about yourself? Uh, I I don't know if I've ever learned more about myself than working on Superior, and I think it's maybe because I was working with my my sister. Um, yeah, I, I've I've never learned more from a project yet um hmm, yeah yeah no i have to agree with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> That's I, I think we might have answered that already um yeah. if we could talk for a second about the writing process is there a particular time of day method in which you operate on writing yeah um generally i wake up in the morning and i go downstairs and i start writing like that's usually my time. Like when I'm drinking my coffee, I open my laptop and I start, or, or sometimes it's a notepad. It depends what, what phase of the writing I'm in. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so generally in the morning until I can't take it anymore. And then I stop, I don't have a great, like, uh, boundary system (laughs) with writing yet. Like I just go until I really can't, um, do it anymore. But I mean, some days there's, there's less inspiration and some days it's a struggle and um, some days the, the writing is um, not really as beneficial the next day. I'm like, okay, that wasn't great. And, um, but, but I, I do find that even in that um, enforcing it, you can find at least one little thing. So it is, for me, it's worth it to, to do. Um Cause like, even if the whole thing is trash, maybe I discovered one moment or one detail about the character or something like that. Uh, I would say for me with my writing, it's almost, uh, I, I come about it in almost like an opposite way where like, I don't have like, I don't sit down and, and write every day, mm-hmm. but I, I more am go ebbing and flowing between like living and then it, when it amounts to something and I feel like I need to write it and then then I'll spit something out. And then it's like, but then sometimes the tank for me is just completely empty. Uh, and, and then I have to wait for it to fill up again, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that, that happens. That happens to me too. Um, and you know, some days I take days off and yeah. allow life to happen and yeah. go back to it. But generally speaking, yeah, I try to make it an everyday practice. I feel like I have more of that process when it comes to acting because I, audition regularly so no matter what if I want to if I don't want to there's an audition in my inbox I I don't it doesn't matter if I love it doesn't matter if I hate it I gotta get it on and uh there's so much learning that comes from just forcing it as well so I'm you know I I totally see that process being beneficial too 
You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.